Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army! Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at HighFiveCasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Oh, where it's us, the podcast that we are. It could happen here. Behind the podcast. Bad it's, stuff. It, it's it could happen here. Yeah. It is it could happen yep. here. Okay. Yep. Well Part two um, of why police are a cult. Thanks, Garrison. Thanks for doing the job that is one of our <laughs> jobs, certainly. Uh, but apparently not mine. Alexander Williams back again. Um, Alexander, how are you, how are you feeling? Doing good. Feeling... Is your life in a radically different place now than it was when we ended part one? Oh yeah. Like, no. <laughs> 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 well, that's for the best because anything that would change in about the 30 seconds between these episodes probably would not have been a positive change. Oh man, um, you're, letting, you're letting the magic out. People are going to know. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they should know already. Uh, so the next thing you've got here in terms of cult characteristics that you you saw inside the police is the group has a polarized us versus them mentality, which may cause conflict with the wider society. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I think this is the one that like 
Yeah, we've all we all kind of oh, saw that oh, one last really? year. Oh, huh? really? Are you yeah. sure about that one? I'm not yeah. convinced. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it was a eureka moment, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I do think it's probably worth a little bit of exploration about like what it means emotionally to be told like I I want to defund or even abolish the police as a police officer. Like that's that's a, um, yeah, yeah, um. I, I remember the first time that I heard the concept of it uh, when I was a cop. I think I was about five years away from getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it blew my mind. It was it was like, it, like you don't know, we don't have enough funding. Like, how, how in the world but we can't do our job? Because, you know, in our in my head, we're we're the thing holding society up. If we're not here, everything falls apart and crumbles. Um, so the idea of being told, like, we need to defund the police for cops it's it's an attack on your values and your role in the world it's also attack on like your personal life because because your life is police as Mm -hmm. well right and 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 it's and it's like you're you've been talking a lot about how the job becomes such a central part of your identity that it's not even just attacking like your paycheck but it's attacking like your essence now as a person it is it's like if you've ever had a debate with uh with an extremely like evangelical religious person, it's the same as trying to tell a cop like, Hey, you don't actually hold society up. You're not exactly as important as you think you are. Um, And like I said, like, we don't get, we don't get paid very much. Health insurance usually isn't that good. Um, Our, our unions that we tote as being the best are usually pretty corrupt. um, And they don't really go to bat for us and get us the good health insurance and get us the good pay. They get us just enough. And so when a cop hears like, hey, we defund the police, it's like, from our perspective, we think what we're hearing is we don't appreciate you. We already think you get paid too much. We, we think of it less about like the structure of law enforcement. And we take it personally of like, oh, you don't think my kids should have dinner. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, yeah, of course that has like, I, I, of course it ends the way that we saw it end, you know, um, or at least it continues the way we saw it continue last year. Right. Um, and and, it, and it's I think it could help like people like us are on one side of the line and you know the other people are on the other side of the line still. And I think it could help people on our side of the of the of the barricades to understand just how willing these guys are to do things and, and things that they wouldn't normally do, things that you would never consider doing on your own. But for the job and as an order, they'll do it. Because again, it's part of their identity and it's, it's they're you know, you're attacking me. You're also attacking my family. You're, you're, uh, it's, it goes back to that Grossman thing of being, we yeah. get told a lot of, um, no matter what you do, you go home tonight. So no matter what I do on my shift, I go home tonight. It's better to be judged by 12 than carried by six. Yeah. That one, that yeah. one gets yeah, yeah. You hear Nailed something into a lot. your brain. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of like the police at the riot line, and yeah, you, you can see them being like middle-aged conservative dudes. They're like, look at all these like fucking like gay queer teenagers throwing stuff at me, right? It's like this specific <laughs> thing. You're like, oh, you you like, I'm getting attacked by like the lowest of the low of society. I'm being attacked by like did like degenerates and like this weird kind of scum. I'm the actually what society should be. The people that are fighting against me are like this weird antisocial thing, right? That's that's how it is from their perspective. Um, yeah. When almost in actuality, I, I've been I've been slowly kind of appropriating 
that type of language for when I see a cop do something horrible. I'm like, wow, look at that like antisocial violent freak. Because you can you look at that language because it, it flips the way we usually view like <clears throat> aesthetics. When you know, because like when you see someone do something horribly horribly violent, but they're dressed in a uniform, it is it has the appearance of being proper. But like, no, that actually still is antisocial and extremely violent. So I think I've been playing around with like flipping that language, but you could definitely see it on the cops' faces when a whole bunch of like young queers fuck people are throwing water bottles at them. Oh yeah, you can. And and the thing to the thing to remember about most cops is they're they're. Their ego is paper thin. Their skin, they, they cannot take a joke. They cannot take an insult. The, the number of cops that I would see, and I would argue that I saw some of the worst, worst behavior than on the streets because inside the jail, you're, you know, you're in your own little world. You're inside these walls. The public can't see you unless you're on camera. And pre-body cameras, you know where all the cameras are. And I, the, the amount of guys that like an inmate would call them like the, the F slur uh, or yeah. any other slur and the cop would just snap, um, just lose their mind. And me and another couple other guys being the only kind of cops that would get in the guy's way and be like, no. And it was never, we couldn't say, no, that's wrong. Don't do that. It was always, no, he's, it's not worth it. Or no, you're going to get in trouble or no, you know, if you do that, he wins, man. Because if we said don't do that. It's wrong. We may have, we may have stopped that bad thing from happening, but we have now marked ourselves as being, you know, potential apostates, uh, <laughs> against the yeah. cause. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah. Calling them names works. Sticks and stones mm -hmm. do break cops bones. Like, Oh boy, it does work. Like in, in terms of <laughs> if, if the goal is make them extremely angry. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it does hard. work. It is, it's not um, hard. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you, the next one you've got is the leader, the leader is not accountable to any authorities, um, which uh, the police regulate and investigate themselves. That's one of the most basic ones, but it does it yeah. kind it does lead to this. Like, it is interesting to think about the way the Church of Scientology handles uh, misbehavior from its agents and the way that like a police department does, because there's not a, a ton of daylight betwixt the two. There's not listening to the Elron episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone who hasn't listened to them, go back and listen to them. They're fantastic. One of my favorites. Um, yeah. Listening to that and the way that their little internalized security system was structured was very, very analog to exactly what happens in law enforcement with their so-called so policing themselves BS because God, they, they don't, they'll do every little thing to manipulate the situation to have the cop come out on top and not be in trouble because who's going to hold them responsible The my own guy at my own department's interviewing me. Yeah. I've known, we've known each other since we were kids or I've known his dad or his dad's known me or his, or, or he's, you know, related or whatever. It, ne it never works when the, you know, the, the, the watchmen are watching themselves. It doesn't work. I, I don't know how we don't well i do know how but yeah. i really wish there was if we do have to still have law enforcement uh, civilian oversight with actual power actual authority to do yeah that's that's the thing is that everywhere and a lot of the times where that's been a tried to put into legislator it doesn't it's always like neutered it's always like and I, like I, i've we, i've seen por por versions of it pop up in portland and it mm -hmm. just never does anything 
Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, the, obviously the whole, the question of is, the, the, to what extent can increasing civilian oversight uh, solve problems? To what extent is it like papering over them? Those are all things worth discussing. Um, I think I want to kind of keep us focused on the the mindset that that inculcates, right. because that that's the thing that I don't think people get, in, in part because like most people who are part of these abolitionist movements, most people who are, are on the sides that we are on this, um, either probably don't know a police officer very well, and, and certainly almost most of them have not been police officers. And I'm, I'm right. kind of wondering, what are you actually scared of doing as a police officer? Like what, what, what are you actually scared of in terms of like the, 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 the blowback, the fault? Like what, what is it you actually get worried about if it's not pissing off everyone else in the city who isn't a cop, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, what it comes down to is, uh, you know, that the the church of law, the church of, of criminal justice and what they're scared of is. So if I get a dirty cop who's not blatantly doing something bad, like he just he hit a guy too hard or something, mm-hmm. it's something that hasn't hit the news yet. Um, but I have to morally, like ethically on paper, I'm required to have an IA division investigate these people. Mm-hmm. The reason that in my head uh, when I was there and being interviewed for these things, it's because you, you have to hold up the infallibility of the law. It doesn't matter what really happened. All that matters is what's in black and white on paper in our files. If we ever get audited by a federal body and we can say, look, a bad thing happened. Yes, we investigated it. Here's what, here were the results. And it's all about holding up the infallibility of the law because if it really gets out and cops really get in trouble for stuff, like some of the stuff that's been happening where, where cops are actually being convicted finally for doing terrible things, it erodes the blind faith that the masses have in law enforcement. Because I've heard people here in Utah, which is a very conservative place, look at some of those shootings that have happened where the cops have actually been found guilty. And they've actually been like, oh, wow, like, I never once thought a cop would do this. And it doesn't sound like much, but in their head, that's, that's a seed that's setting in their consciousness. And that's, that's the whole point of the, the, the blue wall of silence and keeping everything in house is if everybody realizes that we're just a little weird man behind a curtain, you know, the wizard of Oz doesn't work anymore. We have to maintain this false image that we are infallible and we know we know exactly what we're doing and we are taking care of you. You have to believe that. So they'll do anything to maintain the lie. Wow. Yeah. And that makes sense. It's bleak, but it makes sense. Yeah, it um, is. And yeah. <laughs> it felt bleak being in there. <laughs> Baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. 
Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You're probably careful with your personal information, but what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 40%. Terms apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This ties into kind of the uh, the role of like lying, right? And, and the and the kind of the cult thing you're tying this into is that like cults will often talk about how the 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 things the cult is doing are so important that you can do terrible things to achieve them, right? You see this in the Church of Scientology, their, their dirty tricks programs. Synanon had its its yeah. version of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you've written here, we are taught to lie to get what we need. It's only true if it's on tape or written down. As long as it looks good, it is good. Um, and I, uh, I mean, it, it made me think, uh, among other things, of a, a guy I used to know who became a, uh, a local prosecutor um, and eventually quit because he kept being assured by police officers that, like, something that they had put in like the charging document was true and then being unable to prove it in court. Um, and it, it pissed him off after a period of time. Um, yeah. and I'm interested like in the, uh, 
I'm sure like obviously some fraction of people doing it are just like just literally don't give a shit. But how does someone who actually does have a moral compass and believe in the 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 law, how does someone who really believes justify lying to screw somebody over? Um I so as the guy who was there who had morals, which is why I'm not there anymore, mm-hmm. uh I couldn't. Uh and I actually got in trouble uh on a couple of instances of everybody was going one way on a story and I was going the opposite direction. And without using blatant terms, they use all the like the little, you know, legal legal fuckery terms to not say what they're trying to say, but implying and getting it across to you of like you need to get on the same page. You need to toe the line. You need to, you need to get in here. And, uh, I could, I could never do it. I just, I, 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 I'm, I don't know. It's just my moral fiber won't let me do that kind of thing. Um, I once was told by a, a, a Lieutenant that I had, my moral fiber was too high. Like he literally told me, he goes, you can't expect everyone else to live up to your moral standards. And I'm like, dude, we're, we're supposed to be, like a little bit above the typical moral standard. We're supposed to be the example of, of how, you know, our civilians, our citizens are supposed to act. Uh, but it wasn't the truth. Yeah. I mean, it, it, my first, I think, kind of radicalizing thing very early on was just like the fake drug scandal in Dallas was realizing that like on a significant scale, uh, local police had been planting shit on people in order oh, to yeah. charge them. People had gone to prison. Um, which happens other places yeah. too, but like, yeah. Um, and I'm sure the <laughs> bulk of the work making something like that happen isn't the people who are planting the fake drugs, it's the people who realize that the department will look bad if it gets out and then dedicate themselves to stopping it from getting out, even beyond. Because you have, you know, X number of people are willing to pant, plant fake drugs on a guy, but a much larger number of people are willing to try to cover that up so it's not a problem. That's yeah, that's I, the thing I really appreciate about Alex your framing of this in terms of like their main or not, one of their main motivations is not you know actually doing the job itself it's about it's about making sure that their reality and by extension what they want everyone else's reality to be to stay the same like they all of the effort into whether that be lying for supposedly in in, in their view like moral reasons and all this kind of work it's 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 to maintain the specific version of reality it's not it's not actually for like like it's it's not for like actually promoting what is like the law in the books by any means it's 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 the it's the thing like in hot fuzz it's for the greater good that's that's what mm-hmm. that is that is what they're trying to it's what they're trying to do so even if they like is, is as long as their reality is maintained then you know we have some semblance of like order in the world, whether that be, you know, this nostalgic semi like proto militaristic nationalist version of, of order. But that's, that's, that's the thing that is wants to be maintained. So every, every task, everything that they're doing isn't just a simple task. It's all in the overall effort of maintaining this, like this perception. Um, and, And that's a, a much more, I think, interesting way to think about police yeah it really is uh these guys in like in pill talk these guys would take the blue pill in a heartbeat and then they'd arrest morpheus for trying to deal drugs mm-hmm. like that's how dedicated these guys are to staying inside this version of their reality now um i kind of let's uh, move on next to um the yeah. 
the next kind of cult aspect. The leadership induces feelings of shame and or guilt in order to influence and control members. And you're ta- you've written down here toxic masculinity and the warrior mindset. Yeah. Um, do you have any kind of like case examples of how that that actually looks of like kind of using shame or guilt to people who aren't kind of in the this quote, quote unquote warrior mindset? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, ha- it happened a lot. Um, there was a lot of Monday night quarterbacking that would happen, especially with the advent of like cameras and things becoming more popular. Uh, I loved my body camera. That was my little best friend. But um we would go, you know, you'd go back and you'd watch videos of incidents and things. And if somebody wasn't like engaging fast enough, they would get roasted hard, like hazed and, and you know, made fun of and mocked. And when you're in this, you know, we're a family mindset and you're, you know, we're, we got each other's backs and we only understand each other. And then all of a sudden you're on the outside because you dared to have even a, a remotely moderate to liberal position on anything or you didn't jump in on the, you know, the, the ass beating on some dude fast enough. They turn on you fast. Like the only thing I could compare it to is like, you know, every eighties and like nineties military movie or, or, you know, nerds movie where people just haze the shit out of each other. And it's that, that dude, bro, everyone's got a barbed wire sun tattoo on their bicep, just rampant everywhere. I mean, it permeated the whole place. It drove me. That, that was one of the things that really drove me nuts because yeah. I've never been that kind of guy. <laughs> I've always been a, a, a more of a, a de-escalation person and a book reader. <laughs> and that, I think, helps explain a lot why you see some of these videos where it's just like, why did they go to zero to ten, from zero to 10 so fast? Like, well, because somebody's going to make fun of them and call them names if they don't go right. hard enough, fast enough on somebody when they do certain things. Like, And yeah, the zero to 100 thing also ties into that whole that whole hypervigilance thing that always being um a a compressed spring and then it ties back into that warrior mindset of like they tell you flat out like if anyone ever attacks you they're trying to kill you it's it's there's there's no ifs ands or buts you need to act like they're trying to kill you because it goes back to the whole i'm going home at the end of the shift kind of thing and once once that's ingrained itself into like your muscle memory and that becomes the reflex that becomes the thought that passes in front of your mind when a critical incident happens, then that's how you're going to act and you're going to do, and you're going to go from zero to a hundred because you're going to assume that any little furtive movement movement, which oh God, there's that language furtive movement. Um, any little movement that someone makes like that's, that's a green light. That's an excuse that I can end whatever interaction I'm having with this person with violence because they flinched enough where I think, okay, I got this. Yeah. Jesus. Now, one of the next ones you have here is um, talking about recruitment, which obviously cults do, but also like it's a job and jobs do this constantly recruiting. I, I'm kind of wondering, because uh, you, you've listed here things like explorer programs, which are like ROTC or the Boy Scouts, kind of these different, uh, one of which Kyle Rittenhouse did, like ways in which kind of people get onboarded I'm wondering yep. sort of what, how you see, how you see police recruitment as <clears throat> kind of different in a fundamentally cultier way than, you know, every job has to bring in new people, right? Like, yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it didn't used to be this way, but I think in the, in the two thousands, especially when numbers, staffing numbers really started to drop because the it's, I don't know if they just realized it wasn't worth it or they found somewhere better to get paid, but employment's gone down for law enforcement. And so recruitment goes up in response. But now they have uh, a more active role most places where it's almost on par with the military. They'll go to job fairs. They go to high school career days. 
Um, they didn't used to do that stuff. And when they do, they'll, they'll find someone to like pull stuff out of the pop culture zeitgeist. What we you know, what cool. Cop yeah. Movie yeah. 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 That <laughs> yeah. makes what, sense. That, what that can tries. we, what can we cash in on uh, to try and draw these kids in? Because just like the military cops are looking to pull in disenfranchised kids who probably aren't going to go to college. Don't think it's an option. And here's this job. All you need is a high school diploma. Here's the health insurance. Here's the retirement package, which is trash, but you're 17. You don't know that. You don't know how to read all this, but it looks real cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. yeah. The Explorer stuff. I mean, you're familiar with that. So, but yeah, they get little kids to go out and, you know, be little baby cops. And it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, like some of this is so much deeper than even the, the individual departments or any choice made by the police, because like, as a kid, some of the first toys I had were cop toys, right? Like every kid, same, every right, boy, same, yeah. I think like, yeah. Yeah, some of the first toys, you're going to get a badge, a gun, you're going to play detective, you're going to be watching cop shows, you're going to be watching movies where cops are the, and that's, I mean, that, that that's a, a, a bigger subject than today, but like, yeah. No, that is like what the mo one of the most prevalent forms of yeah. media that's instilled in young uh, boys, I guess, yeah. You know what that's else actually, is instilled in young boys? The love of... Uh, capitalism and products mm -hmm. and, and services. specifically and products service. and services find a child and whisper the names of our sponsor into their ears like, preferably like, a child that's yours hopefully no any child any child throw something so their parents look away and then lean down and whisper better help it only counts if you get caught Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X 
celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. We're back. Um, and your next point was the, the the group is preoccupied with making money, which is <laughs> a huge thing for cults. Um, not all of them. There are some, you know, like you know, there there are some cults that were, shall we say, pure. Um, but sure, they're nearly sure, all about getting sure. rich. <laughs> like, hey, man, Manson, you know, just uh, it was all about the music Heaven, and the Heaven's the Gate murders. was a Heaven's Gate was a pure cult. Uh, yeah, yeah, Heaven's Gate <laughs> was pretty. <laughs> It certainly wasn't just the money for heaven's right, sake. No, but yes, it wasn't I mean, the Moonies? Cops, mm-hmm. cops have civil asset for- forfeiture, which yeah. they they just took a hundred thousand dollars from someone in Dallas, yeah, um, and the person did not get charged with anything, um, which is usually the case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but um, but I mean, yeah, like uh, you, you have written here that like the main the main way is just increasing their budget as much as possible. Yeah. Which yeah, most police departments right now have the biggest budget they've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. spe- specifically in like main cities, we have they're they're yeah. the most funded d- department um, in in for the whole city. There's there's this, there's this great gag in the opening episode of a show called uh, Ugly Americans. That's about trying to re refinancialize the city's budget, and they have like like a social spending and cop budget, and they take like all of social spending and move it over and leave this one tiny sliver, and they're like, oh, there, that's better. That'll solve all the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is a better sketch than what I I explaining it just like this sounds not funny, but the sketch is actually pretty good. Um, You're not far off, really. But and yes, and and it is and it is relatively accurate in terms of just moving all the funding from social programs over into uh, law enforcement. Yeah. So there's uh, there, you know, there's the, the everyone gets their financing different ways. There's county, there's state, there's there's city. But a common thing that would happen was the, uh, law enforcement agencies would try to take anything that they could under the umbrella of law enforcement. So if it was like, hey, we want to have more, you know, security equipment at the high school, and then the cops will be like, no, 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 you give us that money, we'll give you another, uh, another officer on campus, or they want to hire something for the park, you know, we want to install lights at the city park to increase security. No, 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 you just give us that money, we'll make sure our guys patrol it more. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. actively try to just like yep. poach money from everybody else. Yeah, I mean, and you you can see this in a lot of towns where like the number one use of public funds is the police. I mean, it's it's right. all over the country at this point. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so members are expected to devote inordinate amounts of time to the group and group related activities. Um, yeah, because you have written here four years with no days off, but scored a satisfactory. I was told to put in more time outside of work. 
Yeah. So, uh, like I said, our evals were always. Oh, that back. sounds so much like MLM shit. It is. It is. They, they, every time you go in for an eval, they neg you like no matter what our, our scoring system was one to 10. Um, nobody ever got higher than a six. Maybe a, I think I saw like one or two sevens in my entire time there. And when I became a supervisor, I asked the the brass, I'm like, Hey, I want to give this guy this, this upper grade of like an eight or a nine. And he told me flat, he goes, no, we don't do that. Like no one's allowed to get higher than a seven. And if you want a seven, you're going to have to like write a novel about how great this person is to get them this rating. Um, it was just, yeah, it was, it was consistently just pinning you down the four years, no days off. So yeah, I did a four years straight without calling in sick once. Like I took vacations, but um, when I went in for my eval and he slides me a thing that says, it says attendance satisfactory. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I haven't taken a, day, a sick day in four years. You know, if I, I have three kids. How, how do you think I manage that? Like I've sacrificed to be here that much. And his response was, well, like, yeah, but I never see you at barbecues. I never see you at the union meetings. I never see you at the fundraisers for the sheriff's reelection, <laughs> even though it's blatantly against policy and illegal to do. And I told him that. And his response was, what are you going to do? Tell on me. Who are you going to tell? <laughs> Jesus. That's, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who are you going to tell? That yeah, like... <laughs> who are you, you going to go to? Yeah. And it is, it's also just like it, this, it, it isolates you from other people. It stops you from knowing folks that aren't cops. And it's, yeah. Again, and, it's a lot like what your upline's going to tell you if you're selling Mary Kay. You I mean, know? That, 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 that ties into the, that ties into the next point. Uh, members are encouraged to, or required to live and or socialize only with other group of members. Um, and you say yeah. this is like part of the hyper vigilance isolation cycle. But I also see this in terms of like something I, uh, g get into for fun is I join like a wife of cops, um, Facebook groups. Just because it's fascinating, yeah. just to have all of just to have all of these like cop spouses in a Facebook group, and it's super yeah, like it's it's a really interesting like culture of like just associating with other people on the job. You know, there's like cop barbecues, like you mentioned, and all this kind of stuff where it's like we're the only ones that can understand you, so we're gonna build like yeah. this like you know force field around all of us, and we can be together as a family and keep out everyone else because we're the ones that really know what's up. Um, yeah, it seems... Uh, I mean, for some people who are really into it, I, I guess that is, you know, that's how humans socialize in some ways. So, like, you know, for people who think being cops is good and, and quote-unquote enjoy it, I'm sure they have a decent time hanging out with their cop buddies, right? Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm sure the cop spouse Facebook groups, I'm sure they have a good time laughing about whatever viral video there is of someone using too much force you know who who knows what like how how they actually think about those types of very isolated environments because oh, yeah. you know it's it's about find find you know it's it's almost like it's, it's extending out into like fandom rules where you're associating with other people the same way fandoms work yeah. um, which yeah. is very just very similar to, to how cults work um so yeah <laughs> yeah it's an armed militant fandom and your last point here yeah. the most loyal members the true believers feel there can yeah. be no life outside the context of the group they believe there is no other way to be and often fear reprisals to themselves or others if they leave or even consider leaving the group yeah so i, I put in the note of just self-explanatory but yeah um it's me <laughs> quitting was weird 
Uh, I knew I needed to do it, but I, I had a massive existential crisis of identity and uh, of, of logistical things. But a lot of it was it was tied to my identity and it was it was letting go of something that was like a core pillar of my personality. And it really freaked me out. And I, and I think that if I was more inside the group and I was more like one of the guys, a golden boy or something like I probably would have never left if I was if I was getting that constant reinforcement of, of the good boy feelings, I don't think I would have quit. Um, but after I did quit, that actually uh, kicked off a cascade of people around my same age and with my same seniority level in looking at their job and looking at what it was doing to them psychologically and physically and with their families and thinking to themselves, oh, I, I can leave. That, that is how cult, how, that, that is how leaving cults work. Yeah. Yeah. And so once I left, a bunch of other guys were like, oh, I, I don't have to do this until I'm 55. I can I can go start another career somewhere else. I can go start another retirement plan at a different place. And I just uh, it felt great to see other people tear away and and do that. But at the same time, I know for some of them it hurt mm-hmm. really bad to to leave that behind because once you're once you are out, um, you are kind of out. Even if you leave amicably, like hey, I just want to go do something else with my life you're no longer in those people's minds anymore because you're not part of the team. You're not in the club. You're not in the family anymore. You're that guy that used to be here. And uh, I guess kind of at the conclusion of this, and this is, you know, when you, when the question is like, how do you de-radicalize, get people out of cults? How do you like, no one has a good answer to that. So I, I don't think we should expect you to suddenly have like, here's how to, <laughs> here's how to, convince everybody to stop doing this because we can't right. do that for fucking QAnon. Like de-radicalization, 80% of the people who say they're involved in it are fucking grifting. Like it's, it's, it's a big oh, yeah. mess of a, of a fucking field in the first place. But I am wondering, do you have some insights into like, yeah, how, do, how the fuck do we de-radicalize these people? Uh, I, like, I don't think there is like, I don't think there is a cookie cutter answer for like pulling people out. Um, you know, we can't bag them in a white van. And take them to a hotel. Uh, the only thing I can think of that would actually change the culture is a huge shift in our national culture around like mental health and toxic masculinity, and you know, wrapping your identity into into your job because it's not just cops that do this. There's lots. No, it's of it's it's jobs. Every, it's like that yeah. is that is America now. It that is. is that is like hustle culture. That is what the idea of a career is. Yeah, um, hi, my name like, is fill in the blank and I am a blank. Like, like that's co- how career, career comes from the co- a word that means like careening. Like you are going full force into this thing. That is that is what you are doing now. That is your existence, is your career. You're going yeah. at it. Um that is that is what this whole country is built on. Uh, so getting out of that for a lot of people for just regular jobs is difficult. Now adding on the idea that you are the thing that holds society together, that is, that, that has a whole other level of complexity, like psychologically for the person inside it. Um, because I'm sure like telemarketers, if you can get really into it and make money, sure, that can be a career, but you know, you're not holding society together. And like, that's not a, that's not a, that's not a delusion that you have. And nobody Um, outside shares that. And no one knows, yeah, like like no one, 
there's right. there's no yeah sticker on the yeah, back of their car there, there is the, there is no <laughs> thin telemarketing line of yeah. su- supporting you so it is it is different for like police specifically even more so than like firefighters or like emts mm. um this particular fandom that's developed around police and 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 like the the in- incredible self-importance that they is that is cultivated um to yeah like the idea of i'm doing this to maintain reality is like a very like big thing to tell yourself and get getting yeah. out of that seems uh challenging yeah it really is it's like uh, it's all al- it's almost worse than most like churches in a sense because in this version it's so thought- it's so materialized it, it's it's yeah. it is yeah it's 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 right in front of you. I can reach out and touch it because yeah. I'm part of society. But if I'm not here and we're not here, you know, anarchy, the the bad kind, the, the way people think the word means, yeah. you know, everything's going to catch fire. And, and the only reason people are good to each other is because the law makes them be that way and all that kind of toxic BS. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing I could think of to be like to help de-radicalize people is uh, <laughs> it's almost like treating someone in your family that listens to too much QAnon is to... You know, if you know a cop or you have a friend that used to be a cop and he ever like reaches out to you, maybe with like kid gloves, kind of be like, hey, how you doing? Just small things, because that could maybe lead to him putting them putting something on their shelf, just like when people get out of religions and things. Yeah, they'll often reach out to people and be like, hey, if this is, this is such a fucking it it, it kind of means something if he's going outside of the group. And so, yeah, maybe recognize yeah. that like you have an opportunity. Yeah. If, a, if yeah. a cop reaches out to you, it's just like someone in a religious institution, they're reaching out to you because they, they feel safe talking to you because you're not going to turn them in. You're it's not going to have any uh, immediate impact on their life right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. Well, Alexander, anything else you wanted to get into? Uh, I mean, I could talk about this kind of stuff for days and days and hours and hours, the whole hypervigilance cycle. And mm-hmm. like I said, I've, I've read a bunch of books on it. I really tried to get training on just the hypervigilance cycle. Like if you t- ask most cops about hypervigilance, they would just look at you and be like, I don't even know what that means. What are you talking about? Which is yeah. why I used to I used to give this book, uh, The Emotional Survival Guide for Law Enforcement. I would I gave it to new hires. And some of those new hires didn't come back. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's good. That, me, is, that is the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, some of them looked at it and were like, no, I'm not signing up for this. Because you you really don't know what you're signing up for, the real stuff that you're signing up for until you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also like a cult. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, Alexander, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing this with us. I think it's a useful look behind the curtain um, that that folks need. Um, and yeah. this has been It Could Happen Here. You can find Garrison uh, on the internet. Go go, go track down Garrison's fake Facebook account. You know what? Go, go do that. Go, <laughs> you, can, go you can. I, I, have, I have made it possible specifically for this reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Join a cop wife group with Garrison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, join me and Vanessa so we could discuss uh, <laughs> our husbands' uh, careers. Hey, for all you know, you may cause the de-radicalization of a cop. 
Yeah, who Either that or Garrison just gets really weirdly into role playing as the wife of like a career <laughs> okay. police officer. All right. like episode, is, becomes... episode is over. We are done. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I am pulling the plug. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high5casino.com. High Five Casino. Olay's new indulgent moisture body wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.